0: Welcome along to another episode. It's another Bush and Ritchie daily takeaway for you. Uh, you can send stuff to us through Royal Mail yep. with the address that Bush will now give out.
1: Uh, it is. Absolute Radio, One Golden Square, London, W1F9DJ. I know that because I get board games <laughs> sent here so my other half doesn't know that I'm still buying them. Only one of us knows it off by heart. That's it. I'll, literally, the DJ bit is really helpful in there as well. And, yeah, in terms of sending stuff, send us anything, even photos, a little bit like we're in prison or something. Yeah, why not? Send it us is. photos to yourself. Well, Rory in
0: Aberdeen has not sent a photo of himself. Phew. He has sent this letter. Dear Bush and Richie. I've been catching up on new and old episodes of the Daily Takeaway podcast. I've heard Bush mention gold bars multiple times in many episodes over a number of years now.
1: What is this, some kind of air check from our boss?
0: (laughs) I'm just wondering if you guys have tried the fairly new gold billions wafer bars. I've enclosed a box of them in this package for you to try. Oh, man. Should be ideal for Richie as well with his famously sweet tooth. Hope you, too, and the rest of the team, enjoy them. Love the show, Rory and Adam... Adam, 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 Abadabadababa. That's
1: where he's from. Wow, that's amazing. This might be the best thing we've ever been sent. Yes. You know, um, I love gold bars. I think I was bemoaning how small gold bars had got, actually, from school days. For
0: those of you listening, these gold bars, they are not small. They are, I'd say they're the size of a Kit Kat Chunky.
1: That's uh, that's eight inches, that, isn't
0: it? Well, a man who, who would know is our producer.
1: <laughs> He'd know, would he? What, eight inches.
0: Yeah. You know a ruler, don't you? Oh,
1: yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, do. yeah, He
0: loves the rulers. Yeah, he's Look, he's always put... Oh, he's got a ruler. He's he <laughs> got his uh, little measuring thing there. It'd be
1: interesting to see, just out of interest, how many inches that. Let's do it. Let's do it now. See how long okay, that, that is. Five. Oh, that's where I'm going <laughs> wrong then. <laughs> but
0: that's not the first gold bar he's had in his hands. It certainly isn't. <laughs> because. He opened Rory's package before it got to us. Who did? Adam. You opened it before... It said to the home time team on it. No, 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 it did not. It says, Dear Bush and Richie." That's the letter enclosed. Go find the envelope. Well, I don't know, because you probably destroyed it, because it doesn't say to the team, does it?
1: I do apologise that you guys are having to witness this, but it feels that we do need to get it sorted out. This is Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. So something really weird happened with a squirrel in the park this morning that I need to talk to you about. Um, I can't stop thinking about it. And it's really weird. So let me explain. So I dropped my eldest daughter off at school. And then the usual routine is that me and Stella are nearly two-year-olds. We'll go on our same little routine around Leon C. Uh, We'll go and get like a, like a biscuit from the bakery. We'll go around the graveyard because she loves a good graveyard. And then we'll go to the local park. And she'll have a wander about and pick up stuff in nature. Normally walk in a dog poo and then we'll go home. Uh, but we're doing a little routine today. We're in the park. And we were stood in this kind of bit where there's like a load of plants and some people have started to plant some bits and bobs, uh, I think or Totally Locally Leon Sea or something. It's really nice. They've got loads of little growing tomatoes and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, Stella's like inquisitively peering into this bush. From out of nowhere, a squirrel pops up. Right. Your normal kind of grey squirrel. Uh, and he's about 10 or 11 paces away from Stella. They're both looking at each other. But stop, like someone out of the Wild West, opposite each other. Funnily enough, nearly in a graveyard. Uh, and then, so their eyes meet. Stella's looking at him, he's looking at her for a little bit. And then there's this kind of standoff for a few minutes, and he shuffles. He's on his back legs at this point, shuffles mm-hmm. a couple of steps closer, a couple of steps closer. Stella's just staring at the squirrel, then staring back at me. And then something happens, and the squirrel goes towards Stella. Oh, right. Like, at, at quite a pace, kind of almost on back legs, like it learned to walk, <laughs> like a humanoid. And then what happens that's weird is that I then go and pick Stella up. She yeah. goes, gets a little bit upset. I pick her up and put her back in a buggy. Yeah. Uh, the squirrel kind of looks a bit confused, then shoots off back into the bush. So then we then go around the corner to get on the swing and go to the park and all that kind of stuff. And it goes around in my head and. I, obviously, I'm a, I kind of like Star Trek. And I remember from Star Trek, there's that big thing called the Prime Directive. And what you're supposed to do, if you go and visit New Worlds, you're not allowed to get involved. Yep. You're not allowed to adjust the kind of path of their, you know, development as as a civilization, because you have to stay out of it. That's part of the thing with Starfleet. And I wonder whether... Have I broken up quite an interesting potential meeting between <laughs> humans and squirrels? Because <laughs> maybe it was coming to say hello. Because, like, do squirrels go in... Do squirrels come up to people? I've never seen a squirrel go up to anyone.
0: I've never seen a squirrel. I, I just thought they went and picked up nuts... and. Stored stuff for the winter.
1: They're obsessed with their own nuts, aren't yeah. they? Those guys. But I, I didn't know whether they like. Do they make contact? I, have they been like? uh... What do you mean tamed? So, I,
0: I would have thought they're meant to be just sort of like taming. I've never seen an aggy squirrel. I don't think it was about to kick off. That's not. That's not what I
1: thought. Might have taken her nose off. though. Yeah. That's. I thought it was going to like take her nose off. So I've pulled her out of the way. And then I have thought, now that squirrel, the way it walked back to the bush. Yeah. I, it's like his little heart broke. <laughs> you know, they kick leaves. It's yeah. Like, oh. So, I don't know I what the answer is to that. I, I might have just ruined a really interesting crossover. Humanity and squirrel kind, but I don't know.
0: Uh, There may be people who have more of a knowledge of
1: the uh, of the natural world than you and I do. It would be difficult because we do know a hell of a lot. (laughs) Exactly. But if you've got intel, you know a bit of intel on that, just uh, tell us about it.
0: I've had some time to think about this. Now you said that it was your normal routine. You go and have a cookie or something or other. Have a cookie.
1: Go around the graveyard. Go around the park.
0: If that's what you do every single day, the squirrels could have been watching you. And it was actually an ambush today. They knew that you were going to be coming through that park at that time. Whoa. And they tooled up their hardest squirrel. And you actually did intervene at the right time.
1: I thought you were going to say that squirrel wanted to be cut in on the whole daily routine. So like <laughs> maybe tomorrow. <laughs> What's
0: the cookies? Could <laughs> be. That's the other way of looking at
1: it. Me, Stella and the squirrel going around graveyards Pointing out different <laughs> bits of the church. But I mean like, you know. So you
0: stew a Stuart Little.
1: It could be. My little mate gave him a little <laughs> pair of trousers and a knapsack and everything like that. would be amazing. Uh, Nick says the park opposite our house is overrun with the blighters. Nothing more than rats with fluffy tails. They're so bold as well. Nothing spooks them. They're very crafty. And uh, now where we were speculating earlier that could be a food thing. Uh, Liz is
0: correcting us that squirrels don't need to store food for the winter. They are an all-year-round animal. I get them in my garden 365 days a year.
1: So what about the whole thing that squirrels are all, like? Let them get on with it because they're just hiding stuff because they'll be absolutely starving over winter. It
0: could just be something
1: that they have put out from their squirrel people. They want us to believe that. Whispering it on street corners, pass it on. Uh, we've got Sarah on the line. Sarah, what is your view, incidentally, of squirrels? Uh, they're silent assassins. I was once work- when I was working in London. I was walking to work. I went to put a water bottle in a public bin. It was public. It was in a public high street, and this squirrel jumped out of the bin at me. <laughs> <I was pinned laughs> like alien, the- pinned uh, to your I went face, to quite loudly, um, so that everyone turned around. By then, that sneaky little assassin. I'd run up into a tree and everyone was looking at me as if I'd gone completely mad, which I, I was then trying to explain it, which made it worse. So I agree, they're secret assassins and I reckon it was waiting for him. Go go to that park again. Wow, you've <laughs> really got it in for squirrels. So you say they're secret assassins. Here's the thing, right? Weren, weren't like aren't the grey ones that are around now like the, the bad ones and then there was the original like red ones? I believe so. And there's no red ones around? Maybe the red ones were kind of like, how are you doing, sir? You I'm know, sure the top of the morning too. I reckon too. the grey ones I mean, let's face it. I reckon also they're spies. I reckon that they stand looking for the red ones. Um, I think I should end the conversation there. To be quite
0: honest, when <laughs> when great I used to live in Dorset, <laughs> I think this is a fact. The only place where red squirrels are left is on an island in Pool Harbour. And really? that, 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 they now
1: they're just backed into a corner, fortress themselves <laughs> into what this island. Yeah, yeah. Squirrel Point fortress. That's what we're getting from this. Point proven point proven. Debbie is on her way to see Wheatus in Wolverhampton. She's texted to say my mum used to feed the birds. One day sounds like park life. this uh, one day she looked out the living room window to see a squirrel nonchalantly walking across her lawn with his arms held aloft his head holding a whole fat ball. (laughs) Some intel on squirrels tonight. It's been eye open if you've got anything get in touch. Uh, someone texted to say i have the best squirrel story woke up one morning with one on my shoulder what it was a windy it was windy outside we had the window open and the blinds rattled and we thought it was just the wind then i felt pressure on my shoulder thought it must be my boyfriend cuddling me then i realized he was too far away to reach me problems in that relationship <laughs> Turn to see a squirrel sitting on my shoulder. Cue me and my boyfriend flying out of bed, freaking out how to get the thing back outside. I've never woken up so quickly. So are they saying the rattling of the window was the squirrel opening the window to get inside? Opening the window with his weird little hands. Them little, like, really delicate hands that squirrels have got, and then getting in. Now, it's been predominantly
0: negative stories about squirrels, but uh, Joanna is hanging on to put across the other side. Yes, that's right. So, um, yes, so I live in Bournemouth, and... In the lower gardens, there are lots of squirrels and right. they are very tame. They simply come up to people and eat out their hands.
1: So that squirrel that was approaching my two-year-old on its hind legs, walking like a humanoid, was probably... Do you think it was just coming over to, like, make friends and maybe try to see if it was going to get some food?
0: Absolutely.
1: Could be a thing here, because obviously Joanna's telling us about the
0: Bournemouth squirrels. In yours, the lower gardens. Yours was a Leon Sea squirrel. These are coastal squirrels. They yeah. could be just that little bit nicer than your rougher inner city ones. I think that is probably
1: true. It is true. But I've watched so many things, you know, uh, Dennis Norden programmes where people, you know, like... They're with like zookeepers and then ferrets or yeah. that go around people's arms and legs. I just don't want to risk that.
0: Yeah, but that was a Dennis Norden programme. That wasn't a Terry Nutkins <laughs> or Chris Packham one, all right?
1: That's a good point. He's not a specialist in that area. God bless him. R.I.P. Dennis Norden. <laughs> we'll let you go there. We'll leave you with that thought. Lovely to meet you, Joanna.
0: Joanna. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Believe it or not, we do actually plan this show and we write down in like a little list what we're doing all we've got down for six o'clock onwards is party hour, and you'll find out what that's about pretty soon. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, because we have uh, a bunch of home-time listeners coming in to celebrate uh, Absolute Radio's 15th birthday by going 10-pin bowling. Uh, to select them, we asked those of you to uh, uh, who, who were interested in coming bowling with us to tell us one fact about yourselves, and we, we had our draft on the show the other evening. That went well, didn't it? It did indeed. Uh, but it was very revealing, just uh, having those one fact uh, you know it says so much about one person you, you make all these uh, all these thoughts up about, about what they're like
1: well it's weird isn't it because like you, imagine just trying to boil your entire existence up until this point down to one interesting fact that's yeah. going to catch people's eye and sometimes when you when you can't think of something, you think is that me? <laughs> There's nothing notable about me at all. So
0: what we thought we'd do this evening is, is is meet more of you. So we want you to get in touch. Get in touch with us and just say, hello, my name is such and such. And then just tell us one fact and we'll all learn more about each other this evening.
1: Imagine it's a bit like speed Day. Imagine Did you've used... got like a little name sticker on or something like that. So for example then, in that case, I'll say, hi, my name is Andy. And believe it or not, I've never seen a single minute of Coronation Street. <laughs> <laughs> or or another one, my uncle arrested Dennis Nielsen. Bit more of a slightly more kind of morose one. Yeah,
0: it's less, less speed daty, isn't it? That would it? kind of yeah. clear the room. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But, <laughs> it really uh, but would. yeah, I've
1: never seen Coronation Street.
0: I don't doubt that. Uh, yeah. Hello.
1: My name is Richie. It sounds a bit AA this, doesn't it? But it's still is. it's fine.
0: I am descended from an Italian count. Are you sure about this? Yes, I am. <laughs> Honestly,
1: is it rhyme with count?
0: No, it does not. No. Okay. No, promise what, you. Have you
1: got what? Give me a bit more info about this. Um, oh, descended what, from Italian count. But what, where what, was he? Where, where was where was the count? Italy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's long long way back in history, and okay. we're we're doing family tree stuff to
1: to prove it. Okay, well. Do get back to us when the <laughs> proof drops. It might not be by the end of the show. <laughs> but still, that's a good fact. Yeah. I, it, you've captured my imagination. I look Italian. You do a little bit. Thank you, there you go. Yeah. Right, we'll move on. Well, we'll move on, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Don't make it awkward. No, it's this all I'm meant to be about no.
0: meeting people. and okay. be nice. Well,
1: fine, fine. Okay, then. I bet you have been seeing, Corrie. Oh, I bet you've never been to Italy. <laughs> We've resolved our differences. Don't worry. All he said is he's (laughs) waiting for proof that's going to come from this this family tree investigation that's going on in the Firth family, that you are a descendant, a direct descendant of an Italian count. Correct, yes. Okay, well, I I look forward to that. We'll do a special on it. Yes. whole home time on this incredible backstory that you've got. Thank you. That is for another day. That's another, that's another day. It's all resolved. Today, we want to hear one fact
0: about you as we try and learn more about the home time audience. Sarah says, I've been to 65 of the 92 league football grounds.
1: That's pretty good. That's very good. I like that's good that. That's good going. Uh, Tracy uh, sent a photo. I don't fully understand this. She says, I'm visiting all the gold post boxes.
0: Ah, now, in 2012... Every gold medal-winning athlete right. uh, from Team GB got uh, a letterbox painted gold in their town. Really?
1: Them. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. So if you had a few, like if you had a few athletes from your town, they won, would you get more gold? Adam has just tweeted us to say uh, we got a gold postbox in Harlow by mistake. <laughs> Laura Trott was born here, but kicked off because she doesn't consider it to be her hometown. <laughs> The plot thickens.
0: Um, just down the road near where I live is the Laura Trott che- um, um, Leisure Centre in Chesant, which is where I think her actual gold box is. The Laura Trott Leisure Centre? Yeah. Steve Ovette never had a Leisure Centre, did he? <laughs> I don't think he did, no. Fair play, Laura. Uh, we're after uh, one fact about you as we learn and meet more about the home time listenership one by one Sharon's got a blue Peter
1: badge teenage me is very impressed by that that is she'll have to have done something good to get that do let us know what it is Uh, this text says my name is John and I can't win make me a winner all those museums, sorry, I can't move from Sharon. All those museums she's getting into for free. Is that what you get with that?
0: Yes, yeah, we certainly used to,
1: yeah. I'd, I'd kill for that now. <laughs> I know. I'd be amazing. Can we borrow it? Sander says the first WrestleMania I watched was WrestleMania 7 in 1991. <laughs> Thank you for that, Sander. That would work at speed dating. <laughs> Wouldn't it just? Uh, Sarah, uh, one fact about you, please. Um, so a family member did an ancestry tree. And uh, found that many, many, many years ago, um, a family member was involved in the Gunpowder Plot. Oh my wow. word! So you were like bonfire night heritage, you?
0: Yeah. What's your name, Sarah Fawkes? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: not me. <laughs> who who was it then? Because I, I, do, do people know the names, or is there someone on people always forget, like Pete Best and the Beatles? <laughs> They all know Guy. They all know Guy. He got swapped in for Pete. <laughs> Pete was a <the> better drummer. guys, I can't remember. I just remember that I was told that a few years
0: ago. I believe you. I know what it's like when someone tells you something about a family tree and it's a, it's a big heavy burden to bear. It's the same with me and the Italian royal family.
1: I will be filing both these stories, the pair of you, under TBC. <laughs> OK? I believe you, Sarah. T-minus 70 minutes until we take a load of home-time listeners bowling for Absolute Radio's 15th birthday. Don't forget, after six, we're calling it the party hour.
0: Yeah, they should be arriving soon. I've just had this horrible thought. I don't know why I even say this. Wouldn't it be awful if it's one of those parties when everyone no turns up?
1: Yeah, because at the moment, it's completely quiet. <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. Maybe they're just all going to arrive on time.
1: But I think if you ever... I mean, God, it's ages since we've done a party or anything, but like you do get that little self-doubt. Yeah. 15, 20 minutes before yeah. you're sat in the lounge waiting for people to arrive.
0: Everyone's just bent you off. Like they Imagine that. They turn up.
1: Because our boss is coming to it tonight. No, That's if he turns up with none of us are coming. Oh,
0: yeah, none of our listeners are Oh, yeah,
1: Paul, they love the show. Not <laughs> one person turns up. <laughs> They're like friends. Why
0: did I say that
1: out loud? Uh, Buzz from Khan has texted us uh, with an amazing fact about himself. He says, afternoon all. I got a parliamentary recommendation... ...commendation, sorry, whilst building sandbag walls to protect Gloucester Power Station. That's
0: wow, worthwhile. That's worthwhile. That There's is. a story behind yeah. that, isn't there, eh? One fact about you for us to get to know you more. Uh, Adam, what's your fact? Uh, I think I'm the only person that's ever been uh, run over by a milk float.
1: I don't, we don't want to laugh. T- t- talk us yep. through what happened. Obviously, you're OK now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, back in the uh, early 80s, uh, I had a little tricycle... Mum, Mum and dad let me go up and down the front of the house with little Terry Street. Don't go. Uh, told me not to go across the road on the corner. Didn't listen. Went across the road and milk floats being electric. Couldn't hear it. Um, ended up under the wheels. Wow! Adam, was it yeah, one of the old electric, three-wheeler uh, electric milk yeah, floats? Yeah, yeah. The milk, the milkman freaked and got out and just ran away. I think he thought he
1: killed me. Well, that was not very responsible of the milkman, is it? No, he left it,
0: yeah, yeah, he left it. So when my dad came and fished me out from underneath, I think he had a couple of pints of gold top for the uh, for the drama. Might as well, It's a
1: bit of a reimbursement there. And, and what's your view of dairy products now, seeing as you started life being run over by them?
0: I steer clear, mate.
1: Unlike the milk float guy.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: A cautionary tale, and
0: yes. I, I love the rewarding of the, uh, the gold top for your old man.
1: Yeah, absolutely, good on him. <laughs> Yeah, I'll never forget it. It's very hard to concentrate. You are wearing your bowling shirt for tonight. Yeah, it's, I know. It's very shimmery, isn't it? I feel like you've just come off stage on a ferry.
0: <laughs> I do. I do feel like an ocean-based entertainer.
1: So it's our it's our uh, big bowling night tonight for Absolute Radio's 15th birthday. We've got all the brilliant home time listeners uh, in in the other room. There, they're having KFC. God yeah. bless them, and and, and a, a bit to drink. But we've just gone in to say hello. I'm I'm just still wearing my like a black outfit, and you're wearing your. <laughs> Glamorous shirt.
0: I've gone early on the bowling shirt, but I I feel well. Awkward for me to say
1: this myself. I feel it's lifted my performance. I, I feel it has immediately. Although we do look like a magician double act. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're going to put me through a hoop or something at some point. Uh, but they're all in there. Obviously, we drafted them on this. Sh- when did we draft them? Like two days ago. Couple of days ago. Yeah. I'd- you know, we we'll, we'll look. This is the interesting thing about what we were talking about earlier on about one fact about yourself. You know, thinking about who those people were, what their names are, and what they said about themselves, and looking in that group of people there, it's quite hard to know who's who just yet. I know because yeah. I can remember some of the facts. I can't remember the names. <laughs> there was one guy that got like a total bowling thing of like 250. Yes. I didn't. I didn't draft him, did I? No,
0: you didn't. Which no. I made a mistake
1: because you drafted the
0: person who said that they were just really confident, and he had a really unusual name like Rolo Tomasi or something it. like that. There was a lady who said that she won. Uh, um, pointless, and gave Dave Berry some tips, but he didn't listen because Dave was them. rubbish on it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a, a lady who's turned up with her other half. Our, yes. our producer, Adem's antique yeah, yeah, by, yeah. by all accounts. So, look, we're just going to try and get to know them, and we might try and get some of them to come on to the show because this is party hour. Exactly. As you can tell... <laughs> And then, uh, and then maybe we'll find some more information out about them together.
0: And then we're going to find out whether you really are bad at 10 bowling or not. We shall see. Celebrating 15 years. I feel like we're doing what any good person should do uh, when you reach a landmark birthday, and that is stretch it out somewhat.
1: Yeah, have a whole week of it.
0: Our actual birthday next week, but the home-time party tonight. Obviously, Dave's giant birthday card out and about
1: across the UK. I, I did bump into our boss a bit earlier on, and he, he kind of said in not so many words that tonight, the bowling was the main centrepiece <laughs> of Absolute Radio's 15th birthday <laughs> celebration. Of, course, of course. Not in so many words, but that's what he kind of intimated. Do you know what I mean? Between the lines. read really between the I'd lines. I'd imagine so. I'm right? uh, getting a lot of stick about not being very good at bowling. Collins just tweeted a... Uh, Napoleon Dynamite gif of yeah put the bumpers up is that what it's called when they put the lines up at the side yeah you've got the lines up that go down the gutters right and then obviously
0: you've also got are you going to use the little ramp is that a thing people can there's a ramp
1: that kids can use yeah okay well I'll take anything that's going I'll take anything that's going to give me the edge. Trust me, guys, I
0: will take pictures.
1: Uh, Richie is regurgitating quite a bit of uh, KFC. <laughs>
0: I've eaten it really, really quickly.
1: We had like a song and a half to eat our uh, KFC and side in, uh, and it's great, it's, it's picked us up, but there are consequences. I can't,
0: I can't not eat food quickly.
1: It's a real problem. Have you had that other bag of chicken as well? No. Let's have a look at it. <laughs> He's had the lot. Oh, <laughs> nearly, nearly, nearly. You know, we've not been in the, around the back of our house and been in our bins at any point, have like you? Oh, little urban fox. I am a fox, yes. Uh, it is our big bowling extravaganza tonight for Absolute Radio's fifteenth birthday. <laughs> Should we meet some more of our amazing hometown listeners? Let's do that. I'll have another boneless Philip. Uh, Helen, welcome to the show. Okay. Happy birthday. Thank you. Helen's birthday today. Happy birthday, Thank Helen. Oh, uh, we won't be giving you the bumps. Thank God. Uh, but you brought you're you're the two for one deal, right? You've brought yeah. your other half.
0: We are uh, yeah. either
1: of you two guys good at bowling? You're on my team.
0: Um, my father used to bowl for his bus garage and <sighs> brought me up as soon as I was big enough to pick up a ball, taught me how to bowl.
1: Oh, wow. So you might be the uh, the dark horse of this competition to and sound like Louis Walsh. My need...
0: husband's not so good, so we okay. probably cancel <laughs> each other out.
1: We can leave him here. I mean, he's just in the other room. <laughs> Lovely to speak to you. Uh, let's welcome Chris. Yeah,
0: Chris, uh, you're on my side. Now, what was it? You're a tall man, Chris. That ball's going to come down from quite some height when you bowl. Um, what is? What was the fact that you told us about?
1: Me? What uh, was the mystery man? So my fact was actually my height, but they they didn't tell that on air. Oh. They, they put me as the mystery man. There you were the mystery
0: man. Yeah. You should have just said
1: I'm seven foot tall. I did, but they didn't disclose it. But wow. now... Honestly, just seeing you two stood next to each other, you know the bit you get in an encyclopedia, how man has got bigger <laughs> over the years? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the evolution thing. So so it's just your height is your special power. That's my special power, but also I was picked last, and now I'm going to unleash some fury. Oh, he's Oh, up. I like this. Sorry, sorry oh, so um, ben Burrell from uh, from the Narrow no Peak Guarantee here on Absolute Radio he's a tall guy he's playing tonight as well I'd love to see you guys go at it toe to toe two big yes. lads yes. two big crows from the Key Aura advert <laughs> tackling each other lovely to speak to you Chris you stay there we've got Cass then finally hi Cass welcome to home time thank you uh, whose team are you on uh, Richie's. You are indeed another loco. Uh, what was the fact that you shared that made
0: me think I need cast on my side? Um, I won Pointless in 2016. That's ah, it. No, you
1: gave Dave Berry I some did. tips. I
0: came on the radio and gave some tips but when uh, he went on it and he ignored them. And he, he genuinely, if he'd followed my advice, he would have gone first. What was the main yeah. thing
1: Dave did wrong on he Pointless? He didn't
0: mention the, dem- dem- was it, Democratic Republic of Congo? Right. He's always
1: forgetting that, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but it's
0: always Pointless. <laughs> Well, you won't be pointless tonight. You're on the winning side. Oh, we'll Cass, good
1: to meet you. It's going well. It is. It's party hour. So at the start of the podcast, we do apologise. We did have kind of a little family tiff about um, R- lovely Rory, uh, who'd sent us a load of gold bars. I feel sorry for Rory. I feel Lovely bad.
0: gesture by Rory, hijacked by... Oh, Billy Bunting over there.
1: Literally ripping it apart with his big bear claws. <laughs> Rory's spent ages wrapping it and everything. <laughs> so how many how many gold bars have we got in there in terms of like uh stock? One
0: less than we should.
1: Oh, we said uh, oh, Sorry, <laughs> no, how
0: many have we got? Because uh, we
1: haven't got any... You remember, we, we went for a period of having a lot of biscuits for a bit and then yeah. we've run out.
0: Um, right, 24 were in the box before it was opened,
1: so 23. 23 biscuits. That's a biscuit a day each for... Don't get me to do the maths. Twenty-three.
0: Yeah. Half of that is twelve, so that is twelve days. For the next twelve days, each. How's that taking you so long to get there?
1: Twenty-three divided by two <laughs> is, is eleven point
0: five.
1: No, it's twelve. Twelve. Twenty-three divided by two is eleven point five. Are you rounding up to?
0: Yeah, we're not in a position to round
1: up. No, twelve. So that's one each a day for twelve days. What you just said. (laughs) Thank you. We're going to wrap this podcast up here (laughs) because we feel like it's not really going anywhere. This is the The Daily Takeaway.